Whoa, we are back for the 28th episode of Home Mad Advantage. I am Sam Herring in not my normal studio. Uh, sadly, we've had some computer problems, but we're still doing the show nonetheless. Uh, and today we have a special episode. We're going to cover a lot. We have our normal Jude Swisher, State College, Pennsylvania. Home Mad Advantage. Since the beginning, we got Jacob Hoogley of Tech. And we got PA Powers Dyson Gould on the horn today. How you doing, Dyson? Good. How about you, Sam? I'm doing great. Dyson, you're rocking it over. PA Power just rolled out some junior high rankings. You're killing it, man. Thanks. I'm excited to get on yeah, here and uh, talk some college wrestling. College For wrestling. Sure. It's our absolute favorite thing to talk. Um, Not true. Hey guys. This is the first, this is the, might be the biggest show we've ever had. It's it is. Look at this, Sam and Dyson and Jacob and Jude. Yeah. Well, we out. J names outnumber. That's not true. That is. It's J. It's J. Except and Jude. Dyson, your middle name starts with a J, doesn't it? Yes, it does. Nice. Nice. Um, what is so, it? What is your middle name? Jack. Jack. All right. Got nice. Jake, Jacob, and Jack. Jude. Jacob and Jude. And <laughs> Jack, Jacob, and Jude. And Sam. And Sam. Hey, guys, I just want to remind our listeners, as I always do, you can always count on me to remind us to uh, go follow our Instagram and our Twitter. It's at HMA Wrestling. We're doing, like, lots of posts every day. Uh, you can be one of nearly 1,500 people who follow us, and that's very, very special to us. So uh, another thing, Sam, should I should I go right into this little mini ad here? Um, not sure where you're going, but shoot. All right, here we go. Um, hey guys, if you could see, I'm wearing a Home Mad Advantage Wrestling T-shirt, and you can get one kind of just like this. It said, mine says podcast, but yours would say wrestling. If you want to support us, please shoot us a DM, and and uh, you can purchase a, a Home Mad Advantage T-shirt, and we'll ship it to you, and you can wear it, and all your friends will be so jealous. Um, these guys made by our our, our good friend. Cliff Fretwell, uh, he makes very, very high-quality T-shirts. It has our logo on it, hashtag Sam and Swisher, WrestlersAreWarriors.com. Um, our sponsor, Tony Rotundo, shout-out to him. Um, but, yeah, if you want if you want a Home at Advantage shirt, just shoot a DM to, you know, at HMA Wrestling on Instagram or Twitter, and we can make it happen for you. So, thank you. Thank you. That's all I had. All right, thank you for that. Now, um, on to the show. Uh, we got we got a bunch of college wrestling going here this weekend, and, and recap from last weekend um, is huge. We had some big stuff going down last weekend too, so um, really excited to do this. Jude's might have a hard stop and have to leave early, um, and it'll just be down to Jacob, Dyson, and me. So uh, let's get started so we can see if, how quickly we can run through this. Uh, I want to start with Ohio State, Penn State. What do y'all got? Me too. You agree? Yeah. All right, let's do let's it. Let's do it. Uh, Jinx. All right, so starting at uh, where, where the duel started, 125, um, was a huge match in some ways and not so huge of match in others. Um, obviously, two unranked guys, but it was huge to decide the duel and, and give Ohio State a chance to, um, to make it in there was um, Meredith. Meredith came in there, BJC. Good overall great match. Um what are y'all thoughts? 
I liked it. It was fun. Can I talk about – can actually – can we do a little diversion from – I just want to throw in there that I heard that this was the third most yeah. viewed wrestling match, like like live match of all time, like in person. That was uh, awesome. Dyson, were you at the BJC? Did you make it? No, I was not. Oh, man. Um, it I was fantastic. Over there. It was I electric. Had, I had to stay at home so I could watch the Iowa Minnesota match after. <laughs> <laughs> man. Uh it was electric. It was fantastic. Um, it sounded BJC, great. BJC really showed up. Uh, my ear, I had to put my hands over my ears during Lee Pletcher because it was so loud. It was so incredibly loud. Why not embrace um, it? Hey, why not embrace it? Cheer with them. My ears hurt, man. Uh, <laughs> so I, re- I just thought it was very – just wanted to throw that out there that it was a uh, – you know, this match that had a lot of love. There was a lot of people there. It was, pr- it was a pretty cool thing to see. So – um, but yeah, I wish we had in the dock our the picks that we had made last time. I think I was the only one I picked Meredith. Um, Lamb. Last time I well I ate my words because Homer. Homer, yeah. <laughs> uh, Homer. <laughs> Malik Heinzelman uh, came in and he looked very good. He got to his legs. He had quick finishes. Um. He got to his legs. He had really nice quick finishes. And and he ended up getting the win. I should have pulled up the wrestle stat, but I don't. What was the score? Five to three. Five to three. Um, and yeah. you know it was close. Meredith was on in on a takedown, uh, in the final thirty seconds of the match. Um, but Heinzelman was really stingy and didn't give up anything cheap at the at the end and hung out for the win, which is which is good to see from Malik Heinzelman getting wins over you know a very s- solid collegiate wrestler in Meredith. Uh, Dyson or Jacob, what are you guys' thoughts on that match? Yeah, I think it went just kind of, you know, as we thought it would. Um, I, I mean, I, I saw it being a match just exactly how it came out. You know, a, a good match, a tight match. They're both, you know, they're both good dudes, um, but Malik's been around a little bit more on the collegiate scene, um, mm-hmm. has a little bit more experience. And so I, just, I expected him to come out on top, you know, two, one, two points. Um, so nothing wrong. He was able surprised. to do exactly what we said, too. Like when, when we talked about it, um, we said that he was going to get to legs the whole match. And it was just yeah. a matter of whether he was going to be able to finish or not. And he was, and his uh, his takedowns came from clean finishes, and uh, he looked great. I really think moving forward in the season, I think he can do really well. How about you, Dyson? Who'd you yeah, pick kinda, going into it? Uh, I had Heinzelman. I just thought, uh, like kind of like Jacob said, uh, just a little bit more experience, and uh, I th- he was able to get to uh, Meredith's legs and was able to get finishes, and I think he just did a good job of scoring points and. Uh, Getting Ohio State off to a good start, but definitely. Mm. All right, let's go to 133, which was kind of a disappointment because we were kind of expecting Roman Bravo Young to throw yeah. up lots and lots and lots of points, but there was ten points lot of, is a lot. I loved it. I loved I don't, the match. It was ten points, but you know, Sam, you picked him to tech him. <laughs> so, you know, it, it was an excellent match. We saw some really, really good offense um, from Bravo Young and from Decatur on both sides. I did not pick him to attack him. I did. Oh. Yeah. No, I didn't. I Jacob did. did. I picked a major, and I was close. Right. He, I, he was close. So what I saw when I envisioned that match last week, I saw the third period basically yeah, where, yeah. you know, when he finally warmed up and he was just 
having his way with him. I saw it happening like a little bit quicker, you know, maybe even in the second period, you know, I think that Decatur is definitely good enough to hang around in that first period. But if, if RBY had poured it on in the second, like he did in the third, I think we would have gotten close to that, you know, high major tech area. So I was just, you know, it was impressive just to see Decatur hang around with them. Um, I don't think it's anything against RBY. I think Decatur's yeah. getting better. Um, and, you know. Also, they've wrestled multiple times over their, their high school career. Like, I'm sure they have. A couple yeah. times at Akron, they wrestled, I believe, either this year or the past year uh, for ch- the Junior Open. Um, so they're, they're, pretty, they're pretty familiar with each other as far as, yeah. you know, st- stylistically and things. And it's another thing that I was thinking about is after the uh, the Rutgers match where RBY wrestled, I believe he was like, his name's like over King. It. Oh, not Rutgers. Um, Maryland. Maryland. King yeah. Savitol, yeah King. or some whatever. Yeah. yeah. And so the first period it was zero, zero, right. You know? Right. And I asked, and during the post-match press conference, I asked RBY, I said, Hey, what do you think about these guys who are coming out and, and tying you up and trying to slow you down? And he said, guys, know that once you get me going, I'm going to put up 10 points, 20 points on the board. Um, yeah. And so it's really interesting to see that the college, you know, field has really been like, if you're wrestling RBY, you got to grab him and hold on, you know, because if, as soon as he starts faking and moving and jumping over your head, you know, he's going to start throwing up points. That's why okay. I love DeSanto RBY so much. That's going to be, I mean, when we get to see a full match of that, that's going to be fun. Oh, man. Well, well hey, if you want to look at a little bit yeah. of force. I'll hear trash talk Jude. I, uh, if you want to look at a little bit of foreshadowing, um, what uh, RBY, DeSanto, and Gross have all wrestled Jordan Decatur. Jordan Decatur took down Seth Gross and and uh, Austin DeSanto both first DeSanto, in the first but period. Not RBY. Uh, and not RBY, as I was going to say. Well, he mm-hmm. took down Gross, too. Took down but, Gross and um, not RBY. Right. But Decatur kind of, I think he melted faster than a Carver cut in that uh, Carver heat after that first period. It kind of got ugly for him. He did. Yeah, but I'll, did. I'll get. He did get a takedown. I'll give him that. That might be you know, a little. That was that was beautiful too. Oh. Decatur, yeah. Decatur is so so talented. He is um, very crisp. Just like his, his, not only talented but just skilled. Um, like I think he is very athletic and born with those gifts. But as well as well as that, it, like he is so skilled. His technique is so slick, and uh, I really love watching him. And the thing that really confuses me is um, his gas tank issues. Like, I do not understand how you can be in a college room and, um, like, uh, for a whole year and have gas tank issues. Like, I can kind of yeah. understand high school, uh, kind of, but at the same time, uh, especially when you get to college at Ohio State, like... Yeah, Ohio State is kind of a weird one. Because there's, there's not very many Ohio State wrestlers. It's not, like, it's not a problem with Ohio State's conditioning, because... It's got to be weight cut. Maybe... I think Maybe, he's got to. Uh, I think he's got to borrow some of gas tank Gary's fuel. Yeah. I think, they, I think we gotta. Like, oh, we'll get to that. I'm so mad about that. All right, I'm we gotta keep so moving though. We gotta. We gotta big show. Cause I had it in. I had it in the dock when we put it in there originally. Oh and I changed. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <sighs> changed it. All right. Hey, I hate it cause to... every match that he wrestles, I wanna pick him, but like he's given me nothing to to actually do that. But now that he's beaten Nevels, I feel like I can actually pick yeah. matches that I wouldn't have earlier. So I'm All happy. Right, hey, yo, let's move on. But let's move on to uh, – Gosh, the match of the night. 
yeah. I, it was awesome. It was – I think it was kind of – I think it was – nobody expected it, but we all kind of expected it, if you know what, if you know what yeah. I mean. We expected some really crisp, dynamic offense from both wrestlers. We, expi- we expected it to not go as we expected, and, um, and that's what made the match so awesome. Who would have thought that Nick Lee beats Luke Bletcher 8-4? to four? Like that is a no. – that's a pick. Actually, Justin Bosch did – uh, he tweeted it out. He's like, I think it's gonna be eight to four. And then like an hour later, he was like, Oh, it was eight to four. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I think. So I picked Iowa Fletcher. Or Penn State mm-hmm. Yeah, I picked Fletcher. Um, and honestly, it was you know I think all of us could have seen it going either way. Oh yeah. Um, and sure. I just I just I had so much respect. I still ha- I have so much respect for how like much Fletcher's turned it on this year. He's a completely different guy. And I just, I, with that small stocky frame, I thought it'd be hard for Nick Lee to get past his defense. Um, but, you know, in the back of my mind too, it was always like, man, Lee has been an animal this year and just aggressive. And like, I, I just don't see anybody stopping him. Um, and so, you know, I picked Fletcher, but it was just basically like respect from how well he's been this year. And you know how much growth he's had, um, but you know Lee, I that kind of I think that kind of shut the argument in my head. Um, you know, I'm Lee going forward, so oh, yeah, for sure. I so my thought was I was like, I, I similar thoughts to you. Like Lee Pletcher's defense is incredible, and after the the initial like t- Lee uh, Pletcher's takedown, um, I was like, wow, it might be over. Just yeah. because, just because, like, the ease of which he got it, it looked really, it, it looked uncharacteristic for Nick Lee to. It looked like he just kind of gave it up. That's what it appeared. I was like, whoa, that was, that was a weird position. It looked like a takedown in practice. Yeah, it looked like, you know, he sucked the leg. Nick Lee did like one kick through, kind of, and then Lee just stayed on the, or Luke just stayed on the leg and followed him up. Um, but man, and then he like he he got in on the leg. And Pletcher just exploded off of him, and you know, and and Lee wasn't close to getting a takedown. And I was like, this isn't gonna be an uphill battle. But man, yeah. Nick Lee stayed on him, had some really crisp attacks, very very nice. Um, an interesting thing is, it's, I rewatched the match a couple times, and Pletcher took a lot of attacks to Lee's right leg, um, but the one time he took a attack to Lee's left leg. That was the one where he got extended and ended mm-hmm. up giving up a takedown. Um, so maybe that that's, you know, keeping on that, keeping on Lee's right leg. Lee's uh, a righty too, right? Isn't Lee he? is a righty. It, it's, so that makes he sense. He leads hard. He, he leads yeah, hard. Yeah, he's, he's a heavy sugar foot. Um, but anyway, uh, I, I'm kind of with y'all. Um, I think both of them looked really good. Um, I feel like I don't know what it was, but Pletcher looked melted down. Going, I don't know if it was a gas tank. I don't know if it was a weight cut. I don't know if it was just Lee figuring him out and owning him. I've heard a lot of opinions on that. Uh, and I'd love to hear what y'all think, just strictly on that fact. Like, I think everyone agrees. I think later into the match. Um, Dyson, give me your take, Doc. So uh, coming into this match, I I had Pletcher. I just thought Fletcher's uh, defense and uh, re-attacks are going to be too good for Lee. But then, uh, obviously, I was proven wrong. And um, 
like you said, uh, Jude, that that first takedown was just so easy for Pletcher. Just a nice kind of like knee pull, uh, single, and was able to finish very easily. And then, uh, then it just went. Uh, after that uh, one stop by Pletcher, it just went uh, Nick Lee's way the whole rest of the match, just riding him out on top. And then uh, mm. I think uh, Sam, your question, I think kind of, I think it w- it might have been. A, I don't think it'd be a gas tank because I mean. Uh, senior in college, and I don't think he's really ever had any gas tank issues before. I agree. So I think he'd, I think it's just kind of like Linkley figuring him out, riding him out on top, just kind of, then maybe the crowd getting to him a little bit. I think so, it was emotion. I think it was a combination of like emotional exhaustion. Like he got so emotionally involved in BJC, and I'm saying I, I assume, um, and like his teammates <laughs> matches before him and. I don't know if he handled it the right way, and, and I mean we've heard talk about it. BJC was packed and loud, and um, I don't I don't know how ready Pletcher was for it, um, but I don't know. I think it was a combination of like emotional exhaustion as well as Lee figuring him out. So I I have two two little thoughts. So I don't think it was physical exhaustion. I think because at the end of the match. <laughs> You know, he was flat on his belly, and he was able to build up and get an escape, like explosive. You know, he was flat on his belly. So, you know, emotional. I Obviously, we're not in Luke Pletcher's head. We don't know what he was right, thinking. Right, um, But it's it's it is it's exhausting. It's tiring to to have a lead and have a guy just keep coming back and chasing you and staying on you. And then he gets a takedown, and then he gets another. And now he's riding you out, and you get hit for stalling twice. And, like – there's a lot of things going on in your brain. Um, and just the, 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 the craziest thing to me was him laying on his belly, you know, mm-hmm. after he got yeah. the takedown. Like, that yeah, really showed. Yeah, so he got hit for stalling right before Ple- Luke's – or oh, my gosh. He got hit for stalling Ooh. right before Lee's takedown. And then he laid on his belly for you know, 40 seconds and got hit for another stalling call. And so that's a, that's three points in less than a minute. And, you know, oh, yeah. you're like, man, it, it, it was just, it's uncharacteristic of the Luke Pletcher we've seen this season. So it could have yeah. been something like he hyped himself up for this match. Um, but I don't think that it was necessarily the crowd as much as it was Nick Lee. Because, like we said, Luke's a senior. He's wrestled in Carver Hawkeye. He's wrestled in the NCAA in the Big Ten tournament. He's been everywhere, you know. He he's been in probably crazier environments than that, and so well, I wouldn't say necessarily it's the beat Bryce Jordan center effect, um, so and maybe a little more Nick Lee. What I them. yeah. What I yeah. took from it, what I thought was that well, for one, you know, everybody was all thinking about the you know neutral, what was going to happen, who was going to win the takedown battle. Um, I think that obviously it leans more Lee now, but I think you know depending on the day, man, takedowns can go different ways with these top level oh, guys. Yeah. Um, I think the biggest takeaway that I got from it was I didn't realize how much of a monster Lee was on top. I did not realize that. Um, I mean, obviously knew he was good on top, but it's a different level when you're riding out Luke Pleasure and stalling, getting stalling calls. Yeah, that's um, crazy. And then the other big thing that I took from it was um, 
Pletcher, I think Pletcher's been this guy that's kind of like constantly, you know, always a bridesmaid, never a bride. You know, every year he's that guy that's getting like third, fourth. Um, mm-hmm. So he's right there, but never been the top guy. Um, and senior season, you know, he's the top guy now after taking out Demas. He's been killing people all year. And then I think he finally ran into that guy where it's like, oh, crap, I'm still I'm still going to be a bridesmaid. You know, like he's still like I think when he was getting beat that handily, because in that last period, you could kind of see like almost he almost gave up, you know. And uh, I think he was just kind of getting down on himself a little bit. I think it was a little bit of a mental beating, if you did will. Any, did any of you guys watch Mike Miles break down on it before the match or like that he did his technique breakdown on that? I did not. I did not. Nice. Great job, guys. <laughs> it was really interesting. I watched it and ended up. It actually ended up playing out almost exactly like Mike Mal, like the positions he brought up were huge in the match. And um, what he said was Pletcher's ability to control center is going to be huge to his success. And we saw that like when he was controlling the center at the beginning of the match, he was able to secure his takedown. And he was really hanging in there in neutral. But then later on in the match, Lee started taking ground and he was losing the center of the mat. And then that's when Lee started to dominate. Um, so it was interesting to see that correlation. And then also, he said that Nick Lee, uh, his best attack against Pletcher would be his outside step knee pull, outside mm-hmm. step knee drop. So, like, not normal penetration, not normal knee over toe, but it'd be, like, the outside step knee drop. And that's exactly what we saw. Like, he would post and step outside and hit, like, a righty high crotch, lefty single and um, in, into his knee pull. And that's exactly how he scored. And so I think that was really interesting. Like, Mike Mal nailed it. And it was really interesting to watch that and then see it in the match. It was pretty cool. I find it interesting that both of Pletcher's and Lee's attacks were to the other person's right – or, yeah, right leg. So they were both hitting, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. right attacks. Yeah. But they're both, well, that's like, normally you know, how it is with, with when righty on righty wrestle. Yeah, that's normally right. how it is. Right. But I, I thought it was interesting that they both they both had this, you know – Lee, what I what Lee did the one time is he was inside Ty and he waited till Pletcher fought inside and then when he fought back inside he waited till Pletcher took it off and then it was a lift and an outside right. step and <laughs> he just you know he like timed exactly. he timed exactly. that hand side perfectly outside. and um it's interesting that they're kind of figuring out their own offense like yeah. how to how to how to generate their own offense on guys whose defense is so great um so it was really excellent sure. wrestling. And I think yeah. we've but to, to, to your dry. point about like they both they both hit each other's right leg. I'm a lefty, and, and I re- I rarely wrestle any other lefties. Right. And mm-hmm. so when I when I wrestle like <laughs> no one pretty much no one ever touches my right leg. Anytime yeah. someone gets in on my my leg, it's on my left one. Mm-hmm. And I think that's just how it goes with wrestling. Like you're gonna tag the guy's lead leg unless you like do a shot and the guy down blocks and you're able to get a reshot off of it. Uh, maybe it changes, but things like that, you rarely get onto both legs. Yeah. Here's um, an interesting thing. Let's talk about here. For for me, I am, I'm a right leg lead, but most of my shots are actually to the guy's left leg, but not when it's back. I, I definitely set it right. up so you that they step um, and yeah. pull the left leg forward. Um, but it, it's, it's just different from wrestler to wrestler. So it's, it's cool to be able to, not just talk about names, you know, mm-hmm. not just talk about how good Pletcher looked or how good Lee looked, but actually break it down and talk about the technique For sure. yeah. um, behind yeah. it. And that's what makes good wrestling. And good I wrestling think podcast. also that, uh, you know, I was talking about on top, like, 
that that like I don't even know what you want to call it, but when when they're on top, when Lee was on top, that kind of like hooking the back ankle ride mm-hmm. that the Penn State guys. Penn State is so good yeah. at that. Really good. Well, what do we even call that? Like just an ankle ride? Like it's it's an it's like an outside. It's a bit of ride. a Blair ride. Yeah. They, tur- they turn the ankle out and they they block the the inside knee. The, they take and the their- elbow too. Mm-hmm. And, and the knee, elbow. They put their knee on the elbow. So that's and, made maybe we so- should ask them. You ask the. You know what they do? Well, we do it at M too. So what you do is you. Wow, it doesn't really. Eric calls it an ankle ride. It's like an ankle ride, outside ankle ride. That's the reason you put the then you put the knee on the elbow is because if the guy grabs it, then you pull your knee back and you get a bar. It's a cradle. Or or you lock. Or if they lock with two hands, then you can cradle. Yeah. So um and what so what what are they gonna do like you so you put it over you can collapse their elbow you can reach across grab a cross wrist on bottom you have to turn. You have to get parallel with them to knee slide out of that on bottom. Well, you yeah. can't fight. You can't fight this way. That's made such an impression on me that I've I've been teaching my guys that the last couple of weeks. Um, I've that's really I've been cool. hitting it a lot recently too. Watching like Mark Hall use it so much. Yeah. I've he been working to, on it a lot. I, I I think Shakur brought it in. I, I think, think that was I Shakur's. think Casey Cunningham was doing it much longer before Shakur was. Um, here's an interesting thing. What what makes the ride so good is um the weight on the guy's hands so you have you're hooking yes. the ankle you're taking you have to bring your heel to your butt you know and stay perpendicular to him so that he can't you know turn parallel and slide his foot out mm-hmm. and then you're you're keeping your chest high on his back and the weight on his hands and then you can go cross face we see jason nolf do that you can go cross wrist we see we you know to. That is. <laughs> not anymore um it's it's a really good ride but here's the question is it stalling no. Hey, uh, we we may not see uh, Jason Nolf uh, do that ride anymore, but we definitely do see him uh, win Dixie Jude at practice. Yep. Oh man, we're really bringing that one. <laughs> he does hit win. He win Dixie me today, guys. I got win Dixie. I fell like a trap. Like it's one thing to get win Dixie by like in the corner of the practice room by like Cody Sanderson. No one's watching. No one really cares. You're just getting hit, and you're like, ah oh, man, I can't believe I fell for that. It's another thing for Jason to be like drilling single leg defense and he's like and if the guy pops you up and i'm like being a good partner i pop him up and he's just boom and everyone just laughs it's humiliating. he did that to me i wrestled him at a young guns camp and uh it was really fun every camp he goes to or at least all the ones i've been to he does a dance off and so like he'll have dance competition and he'll like bracket it down like the best one and then whoever wins it wrestles him and uh, and so somehow I won it. Don't ask me. <laughs> what, and, what was uh, the dance move? Yeah, can, can we can we, can well, we see the move? You had to do a bunch of you had to do a, like a variety of them. So you had to do a different one every round. It was like round of sixteen, quarterfinals, semis, and then finals. How about and so home at advantage dancing? <laughs> that'd be funny. Can we, Sam, can we get it? Anyway, dance? anyway, somehow I won. I don't even know how. I'm not a dancer. Um, Eli is the dancer, and somehow I beat him. Um. He's not happy about it. But anyway. Um, all he does, I, I all wrestled, he does is the, the I, chicken dance? Yeah. <laughs> so, nice. so I ended up wrestling Jason Olf, like afterwards. And we're just like, <clears throat> it was one of those, like, I'm 80 pounds. He's 170, just playing around. So um, he went Dixie'd me, and then I'd get up and win Dixie him. It was just fun. He's so good at that. We were all right, let's, let's move down 149. We're oh my gosh, yeah. We're never so gonna get into any of this. 
Um, but 149. It's, fun. it's fun talking wrestling I with my know, friends. It is. It is. <laughs> Uh, so 149, Sammy Sasso, Jared Verclaren. Uh The two big things I took out of this one is one, Jared Verclaren is is getting a lot better. Um, oh, I feel he's like, right there. Man, last year he was just like another guy they threw out on the mat, um, and he has come a long way. And he is, I mean, he's right there with all the high level guys, right? What is with Jared Verclaren and really? Uh, like showing people how good he is in losses to Ohio State. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing with with Jordan last year. One yeah. thing that uh kind of surprised me in this match was I was kind of confused why Sasser would want to go upper body with Verclean because that's I was that's, too. That's kind of where he was the whole match, just pushing into him with uh double hunters and stuff like that. Yeah. And you guys think- talked about it and uh your preview. It wouldn't. Su- how- it wouldn't surprise me if he was like going overhook. But he was going underhooks because Sass yeah. was pretty good at that inside trip. Right? And he, he was, was pushing him into that, he was pushing yeah. him into him hardly. Like he wasn't just like hanging on it. Like he was. Sass so is a gamer. He's, yeah, that's oh my gosh, that's for sure. So, so here's two things. That th- I my thoughts on that is I think the only th- really the only throw we've seen for clear and hit this year was in overtime, and he lost from the throw. It was a bad headlock. Um. And I think maybe Sasso's confident that he would be able to feel it and roll through or, you know, slip, slip the elbow. Um, so I think maybe it's maybe it's like a confidence thing that he didn't think he was going to get thrown. Also, if you are confident in that position, um, then you can, you know, put, he, he just pushed in. Right. And he was able to take ground and right. for clear and didn't get hit for stalling. But maybe if it, if it was a different ref, he would have gotten hit. Yeah, or um, if it was at Carver. Maybe if it was at Carver. <laughs> yeah, maybe if, if they were wrestling at Carver, we got hit for stalling. Um, Sasso knows how to wrestle at Carver, evidently, guys. Yeah, that's for sure. Don't bring well, that one up. So my bring other, it up, bring it up! Sorry. My, hey, should we bring other, up uh, Cameron Hall? I picked him to win, too. We talked about hey, that one already. I'm good with both of them. I love Cameron, and I'm glad. I mean, I'm fine with him beating Hall. And I love Sasso. And it's going to make that comeback Lugo, so. so much sweeter. It's going to make that revenge win so much sweeter, Dyson. When's so, that going to happen? <laughs> my other takeaway that I had from this one was that, you know, you can say whatever you want, but there is not a clear-cut uh, title favorite at 149. Nope. Um, and, you know, throwing Matt Kalodzik now. Goodness. Yeah. I have no idea who's going to win it. I don't even have any idea who's going to be in the finals. Um, you know, I think obviously Sasso's up there, um, but Sasso has kind of, you know, in, in obviously we're talking about Verclaren's getting a lot better, doing very well, but Sasso has not really like put away guys like I thought he should. Um, and he's and just, he's not really making that jump to where I'm I'm his, saying, oh, he's a finalist. He's still only yeah. a freshman. His, he's definitely his got time offensive- to improve, but. His offensive output um, isn't like the same level, but guys can't score on him. They yeah. can't score on him, and she that makes really him so good. good. The fact that he's such a gamer and so clutch, like, and he can perform in a place like Carver and BJC at that high of a level as a freshman, especially, and yeah. nobody can score on him. like he's that hard. I he's the winner in my opinion. Like he's the good pick to make, um, just pick. because. He, he's a winner, and, and he's the favorite right now. Like, he's the number one in the country. If I was going to pick, I'd probably pick Sasso, 
Lugo, and Kaladzic. One of those uh, two yeah, out of those one. three. Come on. Two I out of those three to make the finals. I pick like one. O'Connor, pick man. One. Oh, I, I yeah. do too. I don't, well, that's from your. Man. That's because you're from Chapel Hill. Yeah. Kind of picked apart O'Connor. But, I mean, he did. He did. Kind of depends on what Lugo shows up, because I mean, sometimes you get and the offensive Lugo. Shows up. Yeah. Sometimes you get the offensive Lugo. Sometimes you don't. It, yeah. it kind of just depends on the day of the week, because it seems like any of these guys can wrestle. Yeah. Yeah. Any of these guys can win the dang thing. Um, hey, an interesting Drew, thing about – I want to talk about Jared Verclear and just one more no, thing. Don't, no, don't move on. No, you have to pick one. You said you listed three. Pick one. Who's your? Who's going to win? Pat Lugo. Give me Pat Lugo. I yeah, think boy. I think it's going to be Lugo. <laughs> I think he's going to go out the, the senior, and I think he's going to I think he's going to take it. Um, Give me O'Connor. Sasso's, Sasso's going to have his opportunity. Wow. Wow. I'll take Tar Heel, baby. So I'm the only one taking Sasso? I just I think Sasso's defense Sasso's defense is obviously is obviously tremendous. I just don't see him being able to to win those close three one matches when like four in a row against you know guys back to back like Lugo O'Connor. Yeah. But know, the thing Blanc. is he's he's number one in the country right now. He's gonna have a good seed. He's gotta yeah. get through Lugo. But he's also and, yeah, Big Tens is gonna shake it out too. Yeah, it, that'll make a yeah. little more sense. There's a lot of Really good guy. We'll see. Big time. Um, I think Jared. So the biggest thing for Jared Verclear, and I think we've said this every week now for a million years, is he just needs to get a little bit of offense. Because, you know, yeah. in, in the I, I don't know if it was off of his shot or maybe off of one of Sasso's shot, but one of them got to the leg, and Verclearin was a hair away from from you know in that scramble. He he, he could have got it, but Sasso was really really tight on that ankle. Um, which is smart from him. So, you know, it's frustrating to see because a guy who has a lot of talent, um, clearly on the mat, you know, he's really good at keeping the matches close. But if you can get it done in, in OT, like he's dropped two overtime victories to guys who have been ranked number one this season. Um, it's like he's there, but he's he's not there. Yeah. Um, that, that's that's all I got. We gotta keep moving, boys. So 157. Brady Berge makes his return. He made his uh, return against Quinn Kenner. Uh, what is guys? This uh, matchup. This matchup, like, I I I picked Cleary to beat Pfeiffer, and yeah. instead I get Kenner beating Berge. Like, no. Yeah, I, I think Kinner might be their 157 now because he just had the I do too. last three or four duels, I believe. Yeah, well, I do too, but he was a 41 recruit, wasn't he? Yeah, he wrestled 33 this year. He was a really what? highly rated recruit too. Dude's going Jacob Castro. He got he got the first takedown in Cavelli Center history at 133 against Stanford. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's why he was at 33. And the thing, <laughs> the thing that's crazy to me is he was he. You know, he wrestled 133 for, a, like, a good chunk of the season. Did you guys yeah. think he looked small? I thought he looked big. I didn't think he looked small. I I, I looked. <laughs> he, I thought he looked really big. Yeah. I thought he looked bigger than Burke. I think he's going Casper. Like, you just wait a couple years, he's going to be heavyweight. Yeah. Buckeye going Bolt 25 to heavyweight. Buckeye Bolt you know, Kenner looked good. Um, Bergie looked really nice. good on that opening takedown, and then oh. I don't know if it's just me. Oh, that was so crisp. Can we talk about that? Where it was yeah. like, boom, and, and he was like and going around. Oh, it's just that one takedown was fantastic. It was a very, very, very nice Nicholas. takedown. 
Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. I. It was a very, very nice take. You want to bet that Mark Hall's messer is going to be just... Chris. <laughs> Yeah. Well, so I'll say it. I'll that, say it. I ain't scared. Down, <laughs> that takedown was obviously crisp. <laughs> but uh, afterwards, you know, he oh, kind of like fell apart after. I mean, Kenner yeah. looked really good, but he kind of just shut down after that takedown. Like, he really didn't do much after. A seven-minute uh, match. A seven-minute match is really hard after not wrestling seven-minute matches, especially oh, yeah. in an arena where your team's doing well. It's in BJC, and you're excited to be back. Like yeah. you could go, you could your energy could go down fast. I mean, like, what are you, what are you expecting? I, I, it, it didn't surprise me that he wasn't able to close it out because this is his first match back in three months. I, I nobody expected. After a terrible I did concussion not too, it's not like just any other yeah. injury. So, He's also wrestling a dude that was sucking like 30 pounds a week, though. So, like, he wasn't coming back against, you know, Hiley or uh, Deacon right. or right. something. Right, yeah, No, right. it was probably smart for the Penn State coaches. Oh, this, yeah. It was a winnable match for sure. You know, you yeah. want to get some some experience back under Bergie's belt. Um, so, But I thought they were going to pull him. Like, yeah. Yes. At Big Tens. I, that's what I thought. I was like, we're just not just seen before Big Tens. Oh, yeah. Here's a question. Here's a question. So I don't think they're doing that. What do you guys think? Like, how do you think Bergie will finish at uh, Big Tens with uh, Deacon, Young, Coleman, him? I don't think I don't think he's going to do too well. Um, I think that he's super talented. And I think that in the coming years, I think he's going to put it together and he could be an All-American contender. But this year, I just I don't feel like he's 100% back. Like, he just didn't yeah. look like he was 100% back. I'll say top and, six. You know. I'll say top six. Oh, of course. Or yeah. top five. Yeah, I, think, I mean. I think he's, he's, he's a low a, qualifier. He's a qualifier. Yeah, exactly. It's just, you know, it, the cards really are in his like favor this year. Uh, how many more? He's going to have one match against American. If he uh, if he's back, it might he. Might He'll not be even back. be back. Come on. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Why not? He's back. Like if, so, if, he's back. If you hold him back, that'd be so crazy. He's going to wrestle guys... American, and uh, and then it'll be Big Tens. So yep. we'll see. Okay, so moving down, do you guys have anything that stood out to you at 165, or do you just kind of want to – Yeah, I actually do. I have Tenzo. a really quick talk. Oh, dear. Okay. Was he Chris? <laughs> Was he Chris? <laughs> No, it, I Dude, think the thing was no? he, crisp. He no? the match, the think, match was just crisp. I think crisp. Ethan, I thought, it was a crisp match. I think Ethan Smith was really crisp. I think he, yeah. This is what I thought. I thought oh. he looked at his calendar. He saw Penn State at BJC. I'm wrestling Vincenzo Joseph. Circle the calendar. I'm gonna become number one in the country right here. You know, I thought that's what he was thinking. Obviously, he put a lot of pressure on himself. He says, "I'm gonna go get it done." You know, why would Vincenzo yeah. Joseph be like? Ethan Smith, right here, BJC. I'm ready for him. Like, that no, he probably was down. like, oh, it's number 17. So take I down, think Smith. he was a little God, unprepared. Nice. Very nice, crisp even. But honestly, nice like, I feel like I feel like that works again. I feel like that worked against him, and I works against a lot of guys. Like, honestly, when you got these top-rated guys out there, um, oh, now he's coming you know, for you. They, they kind of dance around for a minute. Um, and kind of fill each other out. But I feel like as soon as he took uh, Chenzo down, Chenzo was like, all right, let's go. Yeah, like, Chenzo's like, all. now I have to come. Yeah. So, so the, what, what's the strategy? Is it you have to basically wait? 
you basically have to give up no points until the last 30 seconds and then steal a quick one. But who's ever done that against Vincenzo Joseph? His, he has very good offense. Ever beat him. I'm and Marinelli. I think the score, the, the thing is, Score the points, don't give up any points, and just keep scoring points. Wow. Makai's defense is just incredible. I'm going to go – you know what? I really wish – the only bummer is that the rematch was just less hyped because it happened in the quarterfinals of the the Bill Farrell, (laughs) you know? Um, But that match was so good. It was so good. Um, So, yeah, so I don't think it was Chenzo looking – I don't think it was Chenzo looking – necessarily oh, bad gosh. i think it was ethan smith looking really really good and ethan smith he's a pa guy they've uh wrestled many times they said in the press conference that he's trained with uh that chenzo's trained with smith yeah. and that yeah, they know each other so so um, props to smith for going out and getting it done it's very cool yeah pa powered dyson what you got on that uh i think it was a good uh pa matchup i think uh <laughs> like <laughs> I think, like you said, uh, Ethan Smith looked uh, real crisp. Uh, was able to go out there. We like, really beat this he, dead horse, do we? <laughs> <laughs> he, I mean, he, he definitely didn't back down from the number one guy in the country. He definitely went out there, and uh, he, he fought hard the whole match, and I think he, it was a good match. Gave it his all, and uh, I think he fought. And I just think uh, Alex Manley is going to beat Vincenzo in it. Uh, I don't get nervous for any match like I do for Vincenzo Joseph, Alex Marinelli, because that match is just the scariest thing to watch. Yeah. It's it's so you Only don't know what's gonna happen. Biased. Only if you're biased. Well, I think Tyson, all of us are biased. Why would I get scared? scared I mean, I don't what? I don't really get scared. I just get excited. I get I it's I just get like scared. all these nervous. It's like what's gonna happen? I get I'm terrified. I get, I get scared, scared that someone's gonna, I get scared that someone's gonna be come flying through my TV at me. <laughs> well, well, it's, I can respect it's, that. You get scared because you're you're pulling so hardcore for one guy. Like you don't get scared if you're kind of like just excited to see the match. Um, so. But when you're like a very hardcore Marinelli fan or a very hardcore Joseph fan, that's when you that's get so like scared. I honestly. Honestly, wasn't even that mad or sad after the uh, Marinelli lost, just because it was a good match and just like it was Vincenzo, Vincenzo's throw. Throw was awesome. Just and then Marinelli's body lock positions and stuff yeah, like that. that we so have cool. to talk about this. I, we didn't talk about it. two two episodes ago. We previewed PSU Iowa, and everyone thought it was crazy. Everyone thought it was bananas. Oh, uh, here we go again. Dude, Guess what, guys? Six. I right. pick. Hey, I hey, picked Jacob. You and the I most matches correct. Off. I picked the most matches correct out of anybody. Everyone's people in the comments were literally like, "Jude, be tripping. Jude's tripping. What's what's Jude on? Because he's losing his mind." Guys, it, th- let's not forget matches. the fact that he had Jared Verclean beating Pat Lugo. That's true. But and then he changed I think, it. I changed it. But you 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 coward. You thought off the record. You, you thought <laughs> like the fact that that thought went through your mind though. It's just like wow. Sam. <laughs> Sam. What did you say a minute ago? I said coward. Ah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let, let's move down. 74. Um, number two, Mark Hall. Um, you know, he, he's number two. Who's number one? I forgot. I think it might be this uh, camera guy from uh, uh, Iowa. Jude, Jude, do you know? 
Not listening. Okay. Uh, so, anyways, number two. Uh, so now, so now he's gone. Uh, number two, Mark Hall. I want. This is another thing that I want you guys to think back and back me up on. I yeah. talked Mark about. Mark Hall is in, number two. Yeah. Well, I talked about in the ep- in the episode last what, week. Um, I said when we went through the duel, yeah, I was like, like I don't see any pins. Too. So I don't see any pins. But I said I was like, this is the match that if there's a you pin, it it's going to be Mark Hall, and it was. And so that was sick, man. That was such a nice, so like, cool. like you know, gator roll or whatever it was. Jude, how you could you describe that mixer? I twisty. <laughs> <laughs> it was um, a crisp uh, mixer by number so two. So the Mark interesting Hall. thing is, Mark Hall. <laughs> here's two things that I thought about it. So Mark, <laughs> Mark said in the post-match press conference, he's like. They're like, were you looking for it? And he's like, yeah, I knew he shot with his right hand, and I just got where I was good, and I went for it. And then the other thing that kind of just made that awesome was right before it happened, like the second before it happened, you can hear Tom Brand scream, no! And then he just goes, Tom Brand? <laughs> Not Tom Brand, Tom Ryan. Tom Ryan. The other Tom. Mm-hmm. Dude, you Tom hear him Brands go, no! And, and he just, like, you see his legs go up, and you're like, he really did it to number seven, Caleb Romero. No, no Tom Tom Brands is wrestler, uh, I think he beat Mark Hall, actually. <laughs> that folds off again. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. So. Gosh, why did we ever invite Dyson on? Gosh dang it. I see you with the Iowa poster in the background. Yeah. I'm going to uh, have to go to bed in seven minutes, and I'm going to be all fired up. 23 he's, NCAA titles. He's way worse to you than I ever was. Oh. Dyson's way worse. Dyson's <laughs> um, I'm loving it. All right, moving, Thanks. moving on, moving good on. Radio, good radio, good radio. Maybe we can get to something else before Jude goes to to Betty Bye. Um, but uh, number or 184, right? We got Aaron Brooks, Rocky Jordan. Um, this didn't go the. I, so I picked Rocky Jordan. I know it was an upset. I knew it was unlikely, but this also didn't go the way I thought either. I mean, Aaron Brooks beat down Rocky Jordan. Um, you know. I, oh yeah. I again, it's gonna be much, much closer. I picked Rocky as my. No idea what to expect. I picked Rocky as my upset, but again, like I, I knew Aaron Brooks was the better guy. Um, mm-hmm. I just thought, you know, I thought Rocky could this get is one. This the but, upset uh, would be. I, I love that last week you were talking about you. You were like, "There's gonna be an upset on Ohio State side." I can't. I, I'm trying to decide if it's gonna be Gas Tank Gary. Or Rocky Jordan, and you were like, you know what? It's not. It's not gonna be. It's gotta and be Rocky Jordan. I, I had it in the dock the other way, the right way, and I changed it because I'm an idiot. So uh, my thoughts on this match were kind of Aaron Brooks just looked pretty amazing. I kind of like you Chris. said. Uh, yes, very Chris, very Chris. He's elite on his feet. Yeah. Um. Oh my gosh, he's I had, very nice. <laughs> I'm sorry. I had, I had Aaron really Brooks uh, winning it coming in, but I definitely did not have a 15 to four major decision. I would, I was thinking probably a, like a six three eight three something like that range, but definitely not a 15 four major decision. He just really opened it up, and uh, I think he he kind of solidified himself as a top five guy at uh, when it comes March. Mhm. Yeah. You guys got anything else about them? He's very good. Mm. Time so, to move on to Lollipop, man. Yeah, down to Lollipop. Um, 
eat. The lollipop got. What's the flavor yes. today, guys? What's the flavor Thank today? You. I think it's salt. The flavor I think it's salty. was L, like moss. <laughs> had a, a dirty flavored oh. lollipop. To, to uh, Jacob just, Warner. Guys, it's just Colin Moore's next topic right now, guys. No, he's not. No, he's not. Colin Moore is not. You heard of a guy named Ben Darmstadt, Pat Brucky. I don't think Darmstadt. I don't think Darmstadt can beat. I will never. You're lame. lame. You're so lame. He beat. No, I. I. I think. You Ohio State Homer. I'm a a Buckeye, guys. (laughs) All four of Colin Moore's years, he has been dominant in the regular season and then choked in the the NCAA's. Kyle Cornell. You know. Uh, I mean, not last year. You know, he got second to Bo, but like the other two years, yeah, he got he got canelled. I mean, come on, like twice, <laughs> he got canelled twice. Um, but but yeah, I mean, this is this is how I thought it was gonna go. Um, and you know, if if we have an optimized optimized Shakur, I think that it's it's still a Colomore win, but I think it's a decision. You know, like a seven three something like that. Um, but you know, with a with a less healthy Shakur, I think you know fourteen to six is probably right about where I thought it was gonna be. I think it ultimately comes down to the lollipop he uh yeah. before yeah. the match. Yeah. He, he had the wrong flavor. That, he must that's have all the, it is. Like carrot or something before the match. Carrot. Oh. Ew. Yeah. Whoa. No. That's, yeah. No, they're poor. The bad flavor. Brussels sprouts. Actually, <laughs> I like to see the Brussels sprouts. Kale. Kale flavored lollipops. Kale. Wow. Nope. No Sanderson. pun intended. 185 yeah. pounds. We had Gas Tank Gary go up against the big snacks. And, wow. Gas I think did it. I think the car f- f- uh, filled with uh, Gas Tank Gary gas ran right <laughs> through the snacks. Yes. <laughs> that was... Took a that stop at Kind of stuttered lift. a little bit too much look, and I ruined it. Look, it, it gave us the answer that we, that we needed. When you go to Sheets, do you get gas or do you get snacks? It's not. Well, speaking of Sheets, speaking of Sheets, okay. so Continue. um, I live like a half mile away from Sheets. So right. like last last week, you guys said that we we should all go to Sheets and record yes. a show. Yes. So yes. I I I honestly kind of thought of it, uh, but I mean that would have been awesome. I'm in the minority. Guys, here. I'm I'm gonna tweet Sheets right now, right this very second. Right now, do it. Do it. At- at Sheets, let them know. Let them know that their food is crisp. We here at, at <laughs> HMA, their chicken is crispy. Really enjoy your gas tank area fuel. Chicken. Is he actually doing? Delicious. They don't really even. They don't even really good give chicken that much. Even I gets the wings, of course. But other than that, like they don't really have chicken. While we're adding folks, um, would you? Know, you I. I, I Hey, can you think in your head, Jude? Thank Sorry. you. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so. he he's just got to talk out loud because uh, 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 he doesn't know how to spell. While we're, uh, while we're you know, adding folks, I, I wore my Wrestle Like a Girl shirt today. Um, so, you know, anybody listening or, or, you know, watching or whatever you're doing, if you go check out, check out Wrestle Like a Girl, um, you know, on all social medias. Wrestle Like a Girl is awesome. They support women's wrestling and the growth of women's wrestling and all levels of wrestling. Um, and, you know, I have no affiliation with them, but, you know, it's an awesome, absolutely awesome, um, you know, group that we got. And I think everybody should go support women's wrestling. So if you get awesome. a chance, give them a follow. 
Sam's repping the Chopwood Carry Water sweatshirt. Heck yeah, baby. She's repping the HMA stuff. I got the YGWC. Oh, there you go. Oh, yes. Young Guns. Young Guns Wrestling oh, yeah. Club. Dyson and I are like twins then. Because, you know, Chopwood Carry Water, Young Guns. Yeah, very. All right, uh, so close. next thing we were going to get into. I got to keep y'all on track, man. You do. <laughs> you definitely uh, do. So. ADD. We got three. Without, without Jacob, we'd have like a three-hour show. Really? It's got, looking like it already. All right. That, hey, guys, that reminds me. Let's let's wrap up this uh, this Penn State talk, and then I should probably hit the hay. District of course. Speak. That sounds he like a Penn State. can't not talk home. about Penn State. He can only be on the show for Penn State. And if it's not Penn State, he doesn't want to be on it. Guys, he's going to miss the wonderful <laughs> Iowa talk. Oh, I'm, man. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be upset listening to this podcast because I know the moment I get off Skype, you guys are going to just trash my name. You're going to be like, did Penn State lose? I will win. And then I'm going to just be like, oh, I know this this was coming. And then they'll be like, what flavor of lollipop you tasting? Probably drool. Pretty much. Sleeping and drooling. Exactly. You just gave us ammo. Great. <laughs> I can't wait to listen back to this and edit this episode tomorrow morning. Drool lollipop. Got it. Great, great. Iowa national champs. Got it. Just, are, are there any more casting Gary snacks left? Gas Tank Gary is amazing, and that's basically all we have to say. Like, and Gas Tank Gary Zach- is for oh, real. He one is, more he, thing. Yeah, one more he thing. is for real. That's the big deal. Is like he's, Did- like he's not just like a amazing personality. He's also a great wrestler, and that was proved. Did y'all see Gas Tank Gary? That video of Gas Tank Gary's dad. Yeah. That was awesome. Get him in the air! Get him in the air! You know where the, you know where the gas came from. Oh man. Dad, dad fuel. All right, gamers. All right. Guys, I got districts this weekend. It's time for me to go to bed. Well, um, um, it's very late here. I'm very tired. Um, thank you so much for this show. It, it's been a pleasure coming on. Uh, we, we can talk again next week. And I, w- I will see you guys later. Hey, so, hey, awesome. Jude, Jude, have a yeah. crisp have a crisp night and uh, crisp, crisp night districts. Good, good luck in districts, man. Go get them, bro. Yeah. Hey, thank make you. Sh- thank make you, sure buddy. mommy tucks you in. All right, I will. Love you guys. Bye-bye. <laughs> and Penn State fans need tucked in. Uh, yeah. The second uh, he left. All right, so uh, moving to Iowa-Oklahoma State. It's Iowa-Oklahoma State week, and usually this is one of the biggest duels of the year. Um, it is the biggest rivalry in college wrestling, um, you know, the historically. Uh, maybe not today, but historically it's the biggest one. Um we all filled this dock out. I, I put it in there. I took my time making, putting all the, the matchups and everything. And then I get on, and I think I was the last one to get on. And you were. it was completely black and yellow. There was That's not a like single, not a single cowboy was picked by Jude, Sam, or Dyson. Um, and so I had to, I had to go and ruin the fun. But uh, y'all want to just roll through this thing? Like we can roll through these three duels. Yeah. Quick, yeah, quicker. pretty fast. Um, Actually, do you uh, want to talk about uh, Minnesota, Iowa, real quick? Like the highlights, like forty-one and forty-nine and heavyweight. Sure. Yeah, just hit the highlights. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, Dyson, uh, I'm sure you were very into this. Uh, what were your overall thoughts of that duel? Forty-one. Uh, Love to see Max back, Mad Max, oh, yeah. and uh, he was hitting his max power double legs like he didn't miss a day of wrestling. He looked good. Uh, and um, he, he did look real good. And uh, 
Mitch McKee was able was trying to get them uh, chess wraps there in overtime, or at least at the end of regulation. I forget, but then uh, Max was just just strong enough to uh, defend those and uh, end up coming up on top of the win. And like like we said, uh, Max just looked like very crisp. Just that Max part double legs, like he 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 actually came to our Punxy practice one time and showed them, and uh, uh, he's just. So good at those, and uh, he actually he hit them very well. And then, um, yeah, he is. Forty-nine, uh, Lugo, uh, Lee. It was a, it was a good match. Obviously, uh, I kind of I had Lugo coming into it. Uh, Lee, it was probably a, maybe a touch closer than I expected. And like I like we said earlier in the show, kind of just depends on the Lugo you're gonna get if he's gonna be offensive, but. He kind of just wasn't able to get to his offense, but it was still a good match by Lugo and a uh, great fight by uh, Lee. And then I'll put uh, 157. Just want to talk about this one real quick. Uh, Caleb Young and uh, Ryan Thomas. That was a, just a, that was a pretty good match. Uh, oh, yeah. Young, Young may not have scored as much as most people would have liked going into tiebreakers, but I think it was still a good match by him and being able to – I mean uh, – Punched Tatani Strong. Yeah. And uh, Thomas, even though ranked 24th, it, I mean, obviously, D1 wrestler isn't any slouch. Young, right. uh, Caleb was just able to, I think, he's he's more of a, he's he's not one of them guys that are going to open up and score a ton of points on you, but he'll he'll stay solid and uh, be able to get a couple takedowns, ride you out, and just tough, gritty wrestler. So I think I think he wrestled well. And then um, up to heavyweight, uh, I think Cassiope, uh, fought well with uh, Stevenson. I think he was, he's he's n- not right there, but he's he's there. He's uh, just, I mean, like Stevenson. Closer than anyone else. Yeah, like I don't, I I don't, I'm not picking Cassiope to beat him in NCAs or Big Tens, but I just think he's just like a little bit more improvement. I th- I think he might be able to get him down the road, but this year it's definitely Stevenson. But uh. Cassiope put up a good fight, and I think it was a good match. Yeah, I mean, I think that I think that it, it's very clearly Stevenson Paris Cassiope, um, but yeah, I was surprised at how close it was. I thought it was going to be, you know, a little bit wider of a margin. Um, you know, that match was in the balance until you know the very last takedown, the last thirty seconds of the match. Um, and I, that's not something I thought that we would see. I thought that it would be pretty controlled the whole time. Um, and, you know, credit to Cassiope. He looked good, and he's continuing to get better. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll see how it shakes out at Big Tens. And fortunately, we have all three of those dudes in the Big Ten, so we're going to see them all in the same tournament twice. So we'll see how it all shakes out. What and Hilger in there as yeah. well in the Big Tens. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, for sure, I'm excited. Uh, but the duel was like the duel match was good. I, Gable Stevenson is so incredible. The fact that he can just score at will whenever he wants to is uh, kind of worrisome. Yeah. Um, like Cassiope is such a good wrestler, and um, it's just, I mean, the fact that Gable can just rip him apart like that blows my mind he's such a good wrestler i can't wait to see paris though because paris seemed yeah. to put it on um put it on cassiope more 
Uh, but at the same time, I feel like Gable's Gable. And if he wanted to, if he had the gas tank, I don't know. I'm not even saying he, um, no, I'm not even saying he doesn't have it, but, um, if he would push like the whole match, he might be able to do what Paris did. And I would not be surprised if that happened. Um, but I mean, we'll see. I wish they'd, I wish that Gable didn't duck in that duel. Bold prediction. Uh, Mason Paris, national champ. That is a very bold prediction. Is that genuine? Well, Mason you, Paris, national champ. You genuinely just stole what I was going to say. <laughs> I uh, I got Mason Paris at Big Tens. I don't know about NCAAs. I'm, I'm going to wait to see it. But uh, I got I, him at one of them. He gets him I, once. I got I Mason which Paris at Big Tens in the first one. I don't know what happens at NCAAs. So I'll have to see how it shakes out. I like time. that pick. I actually really, really like that pick. I got I Mason think, Paris for the first time. I think Paris is just on a complete another level like just uh he's like i think i saw something he's had like all pins or texts in big 10 matches or something like that and it, like and i think i think he'll be a from what i saw in the paris cassiope match and cassiope steveson match i think he should be able to beat uh, uh steveson uh pretty like not easily but i think if he if he's wrestling like he's wrestling I think he can beat him like six three or like like in a controlled like six three eight three something like that. So we you said it too, and like he's been pinning or taking everybody. Um, I think that if especially if he beats Stevenson, I think he needs to be in consideration for the Hodge. Um, yeah. I I think that it's going to come down. You got Zahid and Spencer. Um, I think you know three in the Hodge race right now. Is, for me, has got to be either uh, Paris or Nickley. Um, I'd say my top four in the Hodge right now would probably be uh, Zahid, Spencer, Nick Lee, and then uh, Paris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Just because maybe if, just cause Nick Gable? Lee. Had... Could you see Gable jumping in there if he, if he beats no. Karis, Paris nah. on time? Because he's just, not as dominant. Um, yeah. You know, my, my thing with, with the the Stevenson Paris matchup is that Paris looks like when he goes out there, he looks like he enjoys it and he gives his all oh, yeah. the whole time. And he looks like just somebody that's having fun wrestling. Um, I, I am not a Stevenson fan at all. Same. Um, and it's because of how he acts, you know, he looks like he, he tries to look like he's better than everybody. I mean, he, he has been right, but he just has that like cocky, like I'm better than everybody. Why am I out here? Like it, I, I just don't like the attitude. I and completely I'll, agree with you. Like, yeah. At that end, at the end of that uh, Castillo match, like he's just kind of he was just kind of like back shuffling or like doing something like a boxer yeah. or something like that. And it was kind of weird because like at the beginning of the match, he like walked over to Castillo's side of the line, shook his hand, and then like came back over and he just stood there and like waited for Castillo to push him like. And I, I kind of feel like he thought he was just going to come in there and push Cassiope around and beat him up, and then Cassiope actually gave him a fight. And Yeah, so I'm, I'm taking the guy that takes the match a little bit more serious and has been more dominant this year. Um, and I will be severe. I will be so happy if Paris beats Stevenson. So. But let's move on. Iowa-Oklahoma State week. Um, you know, 125 starting Spencer Lee. Nick Pinchinini, uh, Pinchinini pinned Lee in the duel last week. Um, but 
you know, it, it's going to come back around this year. Um, and in, in the doc, I have one thing. I'm going to change it to something else. Um, I've got Spencer Lee by Tech Fall. Um, I think. Oh. I don't think that's. He's he's that level of better than everybody else. Uh, but I'm I'm not saying, you know, by Tech Fall because pitches you know this low of an opponent or whatever. The reason I'm saying it is because if you're Spencer Lee, no matter how nice of a dude you are, you got to remember getting pinned in Gallagher Iowa last year. Um, and there's got to be a little bit of a fire under his butt going into this match. Um, and if I'm Spencer Lee, I'm setting out to embarrass. Nick Piccinini, and I think that he has all the tools to do it. And so I'm going to say Levi Tech. You know, I'm going to have to change my pick because you said that. I'm going to go with a major for Spencer. Just the fact that uh, the one thing that really sticks out to me is Piccinini's loss to Glory this year. I have a major, too. Uh, Just his loss to Glory this year just really sticks out to me. And also, like you said, uh, it's got to be in the back of his mind – that pin in Gallagher Ibo last year. I think he'll be out to get some bonus, and yeah, I think he'll be able to get his tilts going and get uh, back points. Well, the other thing, too, is that, that, you know, in the past two seasons, we've seen Spencer take losses during the season. Um, so, you know, coming into the last match, he's obviously favored, but it's like, okay, he's lost. Um, you know, whatever. This year, he's undefeated to this point and has beat the dog crap out of everybody. Um, except for Medley from Michigan, um, but has just embarrassed everybody all year long. And it, I mean, he looks like we all already know that Spencer Lee is an animal on the mat, but we've seen that like March madness Spencer Lee on the mat this whole season this year. That uh, um, Devin so. Schroeder, who was number two in the Big Ten at the time, he tech folded in the first period. So yeah, yeah, like, different level. Number six in the country, number two in the Big Ten, tech folded in the first period. Yeah, I think there's the biggest gap in the country at 125 between the number one and number two wrestler in the country. But for sure, uh, we'll yeah. move on to 133. Uh, we're gonna have Austin DeSanto, and we're gonna have uh, what's his name again? I forgot. Reese Whitcraft, uh, number 18. Ooh. Reese, Reese Whitcraft, Whitcraft, who has been having a really good year this year. Um, has jumped in for the Cowboys with the absence of Dayton Fix. And, you know, Reese Woodcraft was a highly rated recruit, too. Um, and he, he's done really well. And it's going to be interesting to see where he slides in next year with Fix coming back. Um, but I, I'm going to go bold with both of my first two picks on this. Um, I had Lee by Tech Fall. I think that's pretty bold over pitching any. Um, DeSanto, I'm also going to go Tech Fall. Um, and that's because DeSanto's pace is ridiculous. He, he you know, he kind of started off slow in the match, you know, with with uh, Minnesota last week, um, but really turned it on at the end and looked like the normal DeSanto and kind of shut out any thought I had about a lingering knee injury. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so I think that DeSanto is that much better than than Whitcraft. And you know, I'm gonna see it. I'm gonna get a. I'm gonna put a tech down for this week. Does the does the loss to Fix last year in Gallagher Iba influence your pick? <laughs> no, no, <laughs> not even close. Uh, oh, you're talking about like giving a little extra motivation? Um, no, th- because it's not the same guy. You know, if it was if it was yeah. Fix, yeah. then yeah, I sure. would. Hey, but don't um, but, like I think Reese Whitcraft is really good at um, keeping it close. Yeah. Um, All like of his he's, he's just some tough guys and keep it close. So, uh, DeSanto is really good at bringing 
bringing that out of guys. Uh, but I, I think Woodcraft has that ability in him. Somehow Jude picked DeSanto to get a pin here. Yeah, I was uh, going to say that. I know he's not here, but we can still get him for that. Like, what the heck? When does DeSanto get a pin? DeSanto... Like DeSanto scored points, but yeah, like you just said, he's not a pinner. Has he ever? Has he ever gotten a pin in his life? Yeah, he got. He pinned the uh, Indiana dude. It ah, was like cool. he took him to took him to his back on a dump and pinned him. Yeah, nice. well, you know, you know what's crazy though is like you know I just picked Lee and DeSanto to get text, and I think any other team I would like people be looking at me like I'm crazy, um, and maybe you still are because you got uh, you know pitch and and weightcraft, but. Yeah. They have been that good this year to where like that's that's not like a crazy pick, mm-hmm. you know. It's like, not. They've been teching everybody. I've and, got two majors, so I'm not too much different yeah. from you. And yeah, I'm with I, you, Sam. I got another major for the. Stanford. We're we're literally twins in these duels, except yeah. you oh, and I. I think the the dueling text is a little bit of a reach, and uh, do I think that they will happen? No, but uh, you know, we could we'll, we'll see. see it's what worth the thought, unlike uh, the Verclear and Overlugo. That's not yeah, <laughs> this is true. Uh, we we don't know what flavor lollipop uh, Jude was sucking on that day. Uh, <laughs> it sounds like drool flavored was his favorite. Uh, yeah. But well, uh, so 141, Max Buren, um, he is back. He does not have anything on his shoulder anymore. He's not supporting the the uh, the Corey Clark gear anymore. Um, but Max Murin, we've got Dusty Holmes from Oklahoma State. Um, I have Max Murin by regular decision or just decision. Um, I have Max Murin by decision uh, just because, you know, we all know that Murin's a good wrestler. We know he was, you know, probably a top five guy in the country when it's all said and done. Um, but he, he's one of those guys that's not really a huge bonus point guy. Um, and Hone has been wrestling really well for the Cowboys this year. So I'm just going to pick him by decision. Well, I'm gonna have to agree with you on that one. Just a decision, and like you said, uh, Mirren's not really a guy to get bonus, but I could see, like, I could see him winning by like six or seven. I just don't think he, like, I, a bonus is definitely in reach. I just don't think he has just enough to get over the hump to get the bonus. Yeah. So, what do you got, Sam? Um, I've got the same as Dyson. Actually, for every yeah. match. Uh. <laughs> For these next two duels, so kind of weird, but, but I guess that means I'm smart. So, um, yeah. Uh, so, 149 anyway, yeah, is yeah. the actual weight class that we have. And we can go a little quicker, and, and we can even just talk about the ones we got differences. Um, but 149, uh, we've got Pat Lugo, we got Bula Wallen. Um, you know, both of these guys have been ranked number one in the country at one point this year. Um, they're, they're both title contenders. I think everybody can agree with that. I... So, obviously, it's been stated on the show. I'm a big Iowa fan. I love Iowa. Um, Go Hawks, baby. I am not a big Lugo fan. I'm sorry. I'm not. Uh, you can Don't disagree be, with me all you want. Um, but Don't be I, dissing my boy Pete, Master P like that. I Man, he's like – I pull for him, obviously. Like, I'm a Hawk <laughs> fan. But, but the dude – He's a Southern is, boy, too. Yeah. He's a Florida Southern boy. boy, too. Come on, Jacob. Ah, whatever. My you gotta you gotta rep us well. My problem is that Lugo has so much talent and uses. I feel like in every match he uses like forty percent of it. Like he could go out there, and I feel like he can go out there and bonus point some dudes. He could, you know, he, he could increase his level very easily. I agree uh, with you. 
but he chooses to go out there and win these tight matches. He'll go out there and, and just take some dude down like it's nothing, a top guy in the first period, and then just coast the rest of the time. Um, and for that reason, that is why I'm different than everybody else on this pick. I'm going with Bula Wallen on this one um, just because – I'm going to go with the more aggressive wrestler and the guy that has a little bit more of a mean streak. Um, and uh, I think he gets it done. I think, you know, when you're a guy like Pat Lugo that, that plays with fire every single match, eventually you're going to get burned. Uh, and I think Llewellyn's the guy that's going to end up burning him. So, uh, boo Llewellyn by decision. Dyson, you got to back me here. T- tell him why I'm picking Lugo. Because, um, well, Lugo is just Lugo. And he'll uh, find a way to get it done. I think Llewellyn. I mean, Llewellyn's not an outrageous pick. Obviously, Llewellyn's gonna. Llewellyn can easily definitely beat him. But Better I than just. Return. Heck yeah, um, Lugo. I just think he'll he'll be able to find a way to get it done in a one or two point match, just without one takedown, maybe right at the end or a ride out. I I think it's gonna be a real close match. I think he. He senior, I think he just figures a way to figures out a way to get it done and get the win. I think another thing is like Bula Wallen's biggest offense is off of um elbow control. And he's not getting that on Lugo. Lugo's gonna underhook him. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't think I think that closes off all Llewellyn's neutral offense. And then Llewellyn is so good at those crab ride and wrist tilts and stuff that he gets on a lot of guys. I don't think he's gonna get it with um, with Lugo. I think Lugo is so sound. Also, his stocky build's gonna help him there. Um, I just I I, I can't see Lawallen getting to his offense in this match. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I can. This is one that that's it could go either way. Um, but we'll see. Uh, 157. I, I you guys cool just scooting over a couple of these. We yeah. can just run through them. Like just yeah. run through our picks. They're pretty simple. Young decision over white sheets for me. Hold up, real quick. I want to stop here. Actually, sorry. Uh, Dyson. Yes. Why do you think it, it to to you is young wrestling off? To you. Wrestling off. Yeah. No. I think. Hmm. Why is that? Because, uh, like, if I you mean, look at on paper, he definitely is. But, like... Yeah, on paper. But, I mean, like, you look at that uh, Will Luan match. Yeah, that's his name. Uh, yeah. Will Luan. Uh, he was... He really opened up against Luan. And, like, uh, he may not uh, score a ton of points in each matches, but there's something he does to score those points that... the score Or the points that he does that you're like, wow, he just did that. Like, there's that one... I don't know if you guys remember, but in the Willow on match, there's this one position where he, he, they were in like a scramble. He reached over, grabbed the far ankle, like behind Luan. Yeah. Then like almost did a cartwheel over him. Like. Well, that's what I'm saying though. I don't, I don't, I feel like his offense is so great. Like he is such a good wrestler. Yeah. Uh, why, why isn't he able to dominate? Like he has not dominated in a long time. He's exactly like Lugo. They probably practice together. <laughs> I, I really do. I have the exact same thoughts about Caleb Young as I do Pat Lugo. Both of them, I think, could score a lot more points. Um, they just kind of choose not to. So. All right. Well, I was I was hoping that you thought the same, Dyson, but I understand like you not thinking that. Um, I don't know. I, I was just gonna ask you like, why do you think he's 
not opening up. I don't know. It's it's a tough one. I don't know why he does I that. I think, but like last year, uh, he kind he was kind of this way too. But then once he hit Big Ten's NCAAs, he majored like he tore apart Keyshawn Hayes, who was a like uh was what he was was he top fifteen? Maybe around a twelve guy. Yeah, he he was like, and he yeah. like he just tore him apart. Like it was like fifteen three or. Like something like that, like just tilting them and stuff like that. I think he'll, I think he'll open it up when it yeah, comes yeah. time to Big Ten NCAs. I hope so. Man, Caleb Young opened up is so fun to watch. But yeah, uh, moving on. I think we got all of us have Marinelli by decision over Travis Whitlake. I mean, he's a great freshman, but I he's will not say Yoda, really uh, quick. Um, I think Marinelli is on a different level right now. Obviously, take out that Joseph, the Vincenzo Joseph match. Um, you know, people get get lat dropped every once in a while. It happens, um, right. but but you know, I, I think Marinelli's wrestling on a different level this season. So I, you know, I think he's gonna win. I think it's me by decision. But, but I will say, I, I'm not gonna pick it. Absolutely not. But watch this match because Travis Whitlake is is, is a guy. Travis Whitlake's to oh, do. Yeah. He's gonna be around for a while. He's gonna be an All American threat all of his four years in college. Um, and you know. Again, I'm not going to pick it, and I feel weird for even saying it, but I could see an upset here. Um, I Yeah, I totally get where you're coming from. I think Whitlake has it in him. Uh, uh, I'm getting Joe Smith flashbacks from last year, NCAs. This isn't good. <laughs> well, like, but Joe Smith was really close. Yeah. He was really close, and I picked Marinelli to beat him pretty bad, I think. Uh, but Joe Smith was right there. But then, and I could Joe's, see Willick being right there. The Joe Smith one wasn't the one that hurt them, but the Makai Lewis. Whew, yeah, hurt. yeah, I bet. But then the fact that he beat Wick and then Vincenzo it made it not hurt quite as much. Yeah, yeah. because he, you, it proved that he was good. So everybody's when, got when Marinelli lost. Cross when order. Marinelli lost to uh, Makai off of finger clamping it at uh, Junior Nationals, that was that was yeah. annoying to me. Anyway, moving on, Kemmer, uh, Dyson and I have a major over Joe Smith, speaking of which, and Jacob has a decision. I mean, th- obviously, you know what, what the difference is there. Um, and then up to 84, we got Assad versus Montalvo. This is where we differ again. Uh, Dyson and I have Assad by decision, and Jacob has Montalvo to win. So my, my thing here is Montalvo's had a really good year. Um, mm-hmm. He is... He, He's been looking really good, um, and it, it's honestly it's not even like oh I think Montalvo is so great. It's the inconsistency that Iowa it's has had sad. at 184. Um, you know, it, it's been Assad, it's been Wilkie, it's, it was Brands for a little while, it was Wilkie, it's Wilkie, like it's just all over the place. Um, I, I think that if it's a consistent Assad in there every week, um, hmm. that my my pick would have been different. Um, but you know, with Wilkie being the guy that was out there last, I'm, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I, is something going on with Assad? Um, you know, is, are they having second thoughts about who they're starting? Like what's going on just because of the inconsistency, I, I'm going to take the guy that's been there all season and been doing well and yeah, uh, has no uh, question about his starting I status. I don't think Assad, I don't think he is hurt. I just think maybe after back-to-back losses to Brooks and Caffey, I think it's gave him a little break, but I will. I think I was kind of expecting maybe a little bit of break, 
uh, after two losses, since like freshmen taking a couple losses in a row, just give them a couple break, a uh, little bit of a break to regroup and then get ready to go again. But I kind of wasn't expecting this long of a break. Maybe, maybe this they're... is a good match to get his confidence back, though, in my opinion. Yeah, like he's favored to beat Montalvo, pretty pretty solid, like ten sixteen, and uh, I think this is a good one. Like the duel's gonna be easy in for Iowa to win. Um, I mean, most likely, obviously, I can't say that going into it, but looking at the stats and everything, it's not a super important duel, and um, and I feel like it's a good one to get your confidence back if you're a sod to just throw him back in there. Um, yeah. But, I mean, there's no I, – I don't really need to explain why I have Assad. Uh, I just think, like, obviously he's ranked ahead for a reason. I think he's had a great season, just had some tough recent losses uh, to some tough Big Ten competition. I mean, we just talked about how good Brooks has been looking, and, and Caffey's on a tear too. I think Assad still has it in him. Um, and, yeah, I just don't see a reason to take Montal. I know he's had a good year. I just I, – I can't see that one happening. Yeah. On to 97 uh, – Pretty simple. D- Jacob Warner, close match over Dakota Gears, what everybody's got, uh, including Jude, which is um, a rarity. But anyway. Um, Everybody at 285 picked has a pin. Cassiope for a pin. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Big tone. And then, and then going over like the final team scores, Jude has Iowa 33 to 0. Dyson and I both have Iowa 36 to 0. And Jacob went and ruined it, uh, thirty to six. Um, yeah, like tough that, scene. I've been looking at that, uh, that those picks more and more, and that that orange just it just hurts. It's gonna, it's gonna haunt me in my hey man. My I didn't I didn't ruin anything. It was Llewellyn and Montalvo. That's not true. That, they haven't uh, done anything yet. They didn't pick themselves. You well, pick them. You know. They haven't done anything they didn't, yet. They didn't put their names in the doc. You put well, their names in the doc. Y'all go ahead, copy that, and put it in on Twitter. And we'll oh, see if it ends up yeah. being better. Yeah, because I sure it's will. It's going to be me. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, because, mm-hmm. you know, even 36 if, to 0 does seem kind of unrealistic yeah. for, for an Iowa Oklahoma State duel. Well, let's I say even if Assad beats Montalvo, if Lawallan beats Lugo, I still win. Do you? Huh? Yeah. It's a tie. Ah, well, whatever. <laughs> no, no, Jude wins. No, Jude does not win. Jude, Jude, Jude is not winning. Jude doesn't get to win if he's not on the podcast. Um, all right, so let's move down. Um, hey, uh, I'm going to have to be like Jude and uh, dip after we talk about our favorite team. I got to right. get into bed. Yeah. Uh, well, all I was right, saying, you know, it, it's getting kind of – are you talking about after Iowa? Dyson? What? Are you talking about like right now? Yeah, I'm gonna have to go. Okay. All right. right. Hey, see you guys. See you, Dyson. Thanks so much for for jumping on. Yeah, thanks for having me on. It was uh, fun talking. Heck yeah, man. It was nice talking to you, Jacob. See you, Sam. See you, Dyson. Good luck at uh, Saints this weekend. Next weekend. Next weekend. All right. Yeah. Good luck. Go get them. Make Punxsutawney proud. Heck yeah. All right, guys. Um, Well, and then there were two. Uh, so central time. Central well, uh, let's go. You want to just go through these last two matches and just kind of hit like the highlights real quick, and then jump yeah, on sure. some uh, Olympic wrestling, um, and then we'll go. Yep, sounds good. Um, so 
Nebraska versus Minnesota. Um, that's going to be a really good duel. I think that that's underrated. Um, I think both of these duels are pretty underrated. Um, but uh, first match, you got Pat McKee um, versus Alex Thompson. Uh, I'm going to take Pat McKee if he is back. Um, he's looked good this year. Not much to say about it. Uh, but, yeah, we'll, we'll jump to the, the, the highlight matches. Uh, 141 is the big match that we're, we're going to be looking at with Nebraska-Minnesota. Uh, that's going to be number six, Chad Red versus number five, Mitch McKee. Um, and I could see this thing going a lot of different ways. Uh, the one thing I will say about it is that it's going to be absolute fire because both of these guys come up no, every no. time. Yeah. Yeah, Red McKee, every yeah, time they yeah. step on the mat, they come out there to pin people. Um, and it's going to be fun to watch. I think that at the end of the day, I think McKee skates out with the win. Um, I, I just I think he's been on a different level than he's been in the past. Um, and, you know, I, I can see that strength uh, and that head pinch maybe playing a factor. Um, I think that he can tie up, you know, the kind of mm-hmm. the, the, the franticness of, of red. Um, and I think that if, it, if, if he gets to play that more of that strength game, I think he comes out with a win. So I'm going to pick Mitch McKee by decision. I'm going the other way. I'm thinking Chad Red's got it. I, he's had, he's been on, he's been having a really good season this year. Uh, outside, like he had a funky match against Moran and then obviously, uh, his losses to Mir- er, um, Lee and Pletcher, um, who everyone's losing to. And uh, I-, I think Red's coming back from those losses, bouncing back well, and he's, he's been looking good recently. Um, his speed is-, is so underrated, in my opinion. Um, just- so the, the other thing is that uh, Mitch McKee's 2-0 and against Chad Red. Um, and they were both those point. wins. Yeah came last season one of them was at ncaa's um but you know mitch mckee has beat chad red nine to two and six to two um so he he's pretty much controlled both of those matches again and i think i think chad red's an awesome wrestler obviously two-time all-american you know he could be a four-time all-american um and, and i love his style i love watching him i just really think that at the end of the day it's a bad matchup for chad red uh, yeah. i think that's all it comes sure. down to for me but, uh, I understand that. That makes sense. I mean, McKee is a bad matchup for just about everybody. Yeah. Um, but moving on to the next highlight, um, Colin Pierenting, number 17 from Nebraska, taking on number seven, Brayton Lee. Who you got? Um, I, I got Brayton Lee. Um, Brayton Lee is 1-0 against Colin Puritan. Um, Puritan is... The guy that's kind of shown flashes uh, of greatness here and there, you know, um, he, he's he's beaten some top guys. He's hung really close with some top guys, um, but he's also lost to some guys. And so it it's it's been kind of confusing who we're going to see. Right. Yeah. Um, sure. and, and so even with, you know, Brayton Lee being a freshman and kind of having some freshman up and downs, um, I think he's been more consistent than Colin Puritan um, and also a factor in that, that uh, what was it, 5-4 um, decision. Um, obviously a close decision, but again, that was back. Um, that was two years ago in 2018. I think that the, the trajectory of both of these guys have been a little bit different, and Brayton Lee is, has been really good. 
Um, and, and I think Brayton Lee, I, you can't count him out of out of title contention. Um, I, I think he's farther down the list than some of the other guys. Um, mm-hmm. But he's also, you know, he's beat Sasso. He's beat some of the top guys up there. So I'm going to go Brayton Lee decision. Yeah. Uh, same logic as you. I'm going the same thing. Uh, I love watching Brayton Lee wrestle. Just such high pace. Um, just such an energetic guy. Um, uh, I'm going with Lee. Uh, next match, we've got last one for the duel. Highlighted is number five, Michael Labriola, taking on number eight, Devin Skatska. Uh, I think we both have Labriola in this match, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he's the favorite guy. He's been looking good this season, but Skatska uh, can pull it off for sure. He looked great last year at Big Tens. Um, yeah, I don't think there's too much to say about this one. I think Labriola's offense is just too too good for for Skatska to be able to handle. Um, yeah, so I think he's going to take this one. Yeah, this one was super close for me. Um, it just, it literally just came down to it. Well, for, for one, these guys have wrestled a bunch. Um, they've yeah, wrestled they have. six matches against each other. Um, and it just came down to, you know, I couldn't get over looking at Labriola being four and two. Um, and, you know, Skats could Their be match at Big Tens last so. year was crazy. Yeah. I was there for it. I was sitting right behind the mat. So, um, they had like, they had like a little bleacher, um, right behind the mat. And I was sitting with Johnny to Julius and we were watching. It was just crazy. The crowd yeah. was nuts there. Everyone was involved in that. It was just, uh, especially it was at Minneapolis. Uh, so it's home for Skatska. It was, it was such a fun match to watch. Yeah. And they've all been close matches aside. There's a, there's a, a pin for Labriola in there. Um, no, no, no for Skatska. Um, but you know, they've all been close matches other than that. And so it could go either way. I just think Labriola's kind of had his number at the end of the day. Um, so yep. Labriola by decision for me too. All right. Well, uh, next one we got is Wisconsin. Well, let's, let's look at our overall team scores. Uh, I got Nebraska going 21 to nine. Obviously I I told you all Dyson and I are twins. So he has the exact same thing. And you've got twenty to thirteen, Nebraska. I do. So um, we just we basically just differ on the McKee one. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, um, and you got, you got Vens getting a major, and I don't. I think that's about it. Yeah, and uh, if you take a look over to the left, you'll see that Jude picked Penn State sixty to nothing. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> um, yeah, so moving on, Wisconsin, you and I, um, this is another really good duel. Both of these teams ha- have had you know pretty good duel seasons. They've put together good teams. They're really building their programs up. Um, and you know the first duel, or the first match of the duel we want to talk about is 125, number 10, Jacob Schwarm versus unranked Eric Barnett. Um, I obviously I do my fantasy thing and and so I'm constantly looking up these guys and looking at stats and and Eric Barnett's been a guy that I've really had in my fantasy previews every week um, because he he's been very matchup dependent but he's he's won a lot of matches so I was kind of surprised mm-hmm. you know we were looking at earlier I was surprised that he wasn't actually ranked by Flo um, he's just you know I guess he's had a couple couple head scratch losses and not really a signature win yet um, yeah but uh, you know. Who knows? This could be a signature win. Uh, you got Jacob Schwarm, who who's been around. Is, is he a senior? Um, he's got to be a junior or senior by now. Uh, been I don't around. think so. Really? Yeah, he's. I think. I feel like he's been around for a while. I could be I completely can look wrong. It up. I can uh, look it up. Yeah, but either way, 
I, you know, I, I got Schwarm in this match. I'm going to take Schwarm by decision because Eric Barnett. Um, he's uh, a senior. He's a senior. Okay, so yeah. Eric Barnett, um, he, he doesn't really get beat by a lot, right? All of his losses are like two-point losses. Um, and so I'll take Schwarm by decision, um, although we could see a pin here. Schwarm tends to pin some folks, so. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would I would see either a decision for Schwarm or a pin are the two most likely uh, results. I agree with that. So, crazy. So, next one, 149, number 10, Max Thompson. Um, number 15, Cole Martin. This is this is one of those where, like, both of the guys have kind of disappointed me a little bit. Um, you know, Max Thompson is kind of an up and down guy. So is Cole Martin. Um, you know, they even on FRL, they referred to Cole Martin as a, a turkey sandwich. sandwich. Uh, but uh, he, you know, I, I, I think Max Thompson is the better guy at the end of the day. Um, and so I went with Max Thompson. Um, but there's not a whole lot to say. Uh, I'm, the, I'm the same way. I think Max Thompson. Like, Again, like a little bit like Heinz, I mean, Max Thompson can get into legs so much. Uh, I just watched his match with Deegan. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in on legs the entire time. Um, really, just I, I I do love watching Thompson wrestle. I think um, I, ex- I I thought he was going to be a little better than he was this season, but uh, still, I really enjoy watching him wrestle. I think he's really good. Uh, and for those reasons, I think he's going to pull out this win, especially favored over Martin. Martin hasn't looked great this season, just kind of status quo, so not much yeah. happened there. Uh, next, the last biggest match we got of the night, um, Taylor Lujan, number four, versus number 21, Johnny Sebastian. This one is, uh, in the on paper, heavy, heavy uh, favor for Lujan. Um, I'm sure you grew up... Um, wrestling around Luhan a lot, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, I actually, uh, Luhan was a year younger than me, um, but, but he was maybe two hours down the road from me, so we saw him yeah. at a bunch of tournaments. Um, and, you know, funny story, I, uh, my senior year in high school, um, my buddy at 170 was actually a state runner-up. Right, so second mm-hmm. best guy in the state at 170 at our, our division. Oh, and this is the uh, one he teched him. Yeah, like, and yeah. Taylor Lujan in the finals of the tournament teched him. Like probably, I think in like the second period, like <clears throat> just destroyed him. It, I mean, it was it was bad. Um, so he's been a lot of fun to watch. I've been pulling for him for a long long time. Got his his story with Lee Ropers, one of the coolest I've ever heard. With like yeah. me getting hired. And not telling Luhan, because Luhan's in his recruiting stage, and yeah. rent like he chooses you and I, and then as soon as he does it, Lee's like, "Hey, I got hired there." Yeah, like oh, that's that cool. is so cool. Well, it's, it's you know it's really good and it speaks volumes about Lee Roper and yeah, know, the character sure. he has because he could have easily been like, "Hey man, I got a job up there. You want to come up here? Like you know you're a top recruit. Um, yeah, we think you can do well up here. Like come with me." Um, but instead of that, he cared about his wrestler enough to to know that, like, hey, I want him to make his own decision and you know pick where he wants to go. I don't want to influence him. Um, so I think it, it speaks volumes about Lee Roper's character. Um, and just I think that that's yeah, a, that's sure. the kind of guy you want to be around. So definitely. 
but I, you know, in this matchup, uh, Johnny Sebastian has been in college for like 27 years. Um, he has, I, I believe he's working on his second major or second yeah, masters. Yeah, I think he is too. Uh, yeah. Second masters. Um, but, uh, big he, 10 just did a cool film on him. Yeah. About that. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, I, I got Lou on. Um, I got Lou on by major decision. Luan's looked great this year. He's been on a different level. Um, and I, I right now, Luhan is my my favorite to be in the finals opposite Zahid. Hmm. Hmm. I like that. You, I like that. Luhan's been looking so good this season. He's just looked great. I mean, he's been on, on a tear. It's I. It's hard to pick against him. Obviously, sure. it's a weight yeah. class where the top eight guys, you know, there could be a finalist out of any of those dudes. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm cool with picking Lou on there. I got him going um, decision. I think Johnny Sebastian's been looking really good recently. Um, yeah, I think he's got the capability to keep it close. But, again, I'm really high on Luhan. I'm really high on both these guys. So that's why I'm keeping it to a decision. Uh, I want to say major for Luhan, but I'm not. Uh, I also have this turning out as a tie, 16 to 16, so I want to say major even more because of that, but I'm not going to do it. Um, I think Johnny Sebastian's just a little too good for that, but we'll see. I could be wrong. Uh, love you and I. Just talking about Lee Roper. Um, it'd be cool to get them get a win over great team in uh, Wisconsin. You know, the cool thing about this is uh, Doug Schwab and Chris Bono wrestled a lot uh, 2008. Um, those guys battled yeah. at uh, World Team Trials and <clears throat> many other times. I think it's that's three times, I believe. I could be wrong. Well, let's talk really, about. I was two at the time, so. So you got a tie. Let, let, let's yeah. go back real quick. 165, you got wicked by decision. Yeah, over I do. Unranked Yank. I do. So explain your reasoning there, sir, because I that could break a tie. That could. And I, I, that would probably be the most likely situation that breaks the tie i think wick uh just man uh yant can do a good job keeping it close and i feel like wick would accept that like wick isn't a guy like DeSanto where he's gonna push you and you're not gonna be able to hang on you're either gonna like really really be good and hang with him in every position or you're gonna get killed you're, you can't hang on but wick is the opposite i think like if if a guy he's much better like number Wick is number four wrestling unranked, and I think it could still be a decision. I don't think he's um, very determined to to score a lot of points. I could be wrong, um, but we'll see. I think that's yeah. definitely the most likely situation to turn around the tie in Wisconsin's favor. I think I'm actually good with that too, though, because like like you said, like Wick's not a guy that pours it on. And I think the reason for that is because Wick just kind of likes to get on top and then cradle hunt for you know, right. six minutes. So right. you know. It's for me. It's it's a another situation where it, it's a three or a six, right? He either gets mm-hmm. the critical or he doesn't. So right, yep. So uh, that does it for the duel. You've got twenty three fourteen Wisconsin. I've got sixteen sixteen tie. And the first time Dyson and I split up, he goes twenty one twelve Wisconsin. I guess I'm just a little bit of you and I Homer. I guess. Oh, and Jude has sixty zero Penn State, of course. Yep. Um. So. Maybe, yeah. we'll go 60, maybe we'll go 60-1-0 and, and Bono gets like a team point or something in this yeah. fantasy land. Um, but moving on, our, our last topic, I think we want to talk Jaden Cox 
uh, going 97 kilograms. I know we're really late on this news, but uh, it is it is pretty big news. Uh, it was kind of suspected that he was going to bump up, but there's still some doubt that he would go down. Um, but man, when he talks about cementing his legacy, there's no other there's no better way to go than through Snyder Sajulayev. And um, yeah. another guy he's lost to in the past is Sharifov, who's at that weight from Azerbaijan. So uh, I'm I'm pumped for uh, what's going on. I just listened to Justin Bash's interview with uh, with Jacob Casper, and a little bit of recency bias there. I feel like Jacob Casper is better than a lot of people give him credit for, and he can really make this Olympic team trials bracket a lot more fun. Um, so. I mean, just looking forward to April. That's going to be so fun. Are you going to be able to go to that? Uh, I don't think so. Um, I actually, uh, my best friend is uh, getting married, and so he's got his bachelor party. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I we've think got, I should go to that. We've got the whole HMA crew, Mason, Tony, Jude, and me are going to be there, be at a tournament for the first time. But, That's awesome. But Mason, Tony, and me are going to be at NCAAs, and I know you're going to that. So yeah, I will be there we'll for that for there. sure. Yeah, so um, like Jaden, the news with Jaden, yeah. I think, was huge um, because I think most people kind of assumed that he was going 86, right? And and the reasoning for that was because, you know, he's training with Snyder a lot. You know, they, they might be kind of friends, you can kind of right. assume. Yeah. Um, and, and whereas we, we've heard Taylor and documented and him. that him and David Taylor kind of have a little bit of beef going on. Um, maybe yeah. not, you know, still, like, who knows, they might've put right. that to bed. Um, you know, we're not around them all the time, but, uh, you know, at one point there was some, some hard feelings there. And so it's kind of easier to make a decision you would think to, to go wrestle the guy that you'd maybe don't like as much. Um, yeah. especially when you're choosing between t- two world champions, you know, like mm-hmm. it's not like he's picking between, you know, average guy and a world champ. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I'm a big Jaden Cox fan. I think he's always been underlooked um you know I, I love the flow film they did on him um That's great. And, That's so I, powerful. and it's crazy that even i didn't think i could get to be even more of a Jaden cox fan until he made this decision um i i he's probably my favorite wrestler bar none right now um in really? wrestling wow uh, just because i because of what happened last week you need um, to get to interview with him yeah, I, I would love it. That'd be so awesome. Uh, maybe we could reach out and, and see about that. But uh, he, I, I just think that you know, I I have that that same thought press and thought process in my mind of you know, I would if I was in his shoes, I would want to to see how I measured up. I would want to submit that legacy of being the best of all time. Right. Uh, you know, he he's a two time world champ. He got unscored upon for basically a year. And he's uh, very young still. And, yeah, and, and so like right he, he has, the guy has nothing to prove, right? And, mm-hmm. and he could easily go down to 86 and you know win or lose against David Taylor. Um, you know if he wins, I think he wins the world championships. Oh, yeah. you know, relatively I think easy. whoever I think our 86 is gonna win worlds. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and so uh, for me, it's it's like you know you, you tell a lot about a guy's character. Does he want to take the path of least resistance, or does he want to take that step and go see like hey? This guy, I, I'm number two in the world right now. This guy is number one in the world. I can yeah. go. I have the shot to go up. I also and, think he doesn't want to cut that weight too. Yeah, oh, I do too. But it, you know, at the end of the day, that's not why he made the decision. You right. Know? Uh, 
it, it you don't make that decision because of weight. Oh yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. you're going up, you, you know, 86 kilos is, you know, David Taylor, Daringer, um, and, you know, uh, Yazdani Chirati. Um, those are honestly probably three of the best dudes in the world uh, at that weight class. Oh yeah. Uh, you know, and there's obviously some other guys out there, but, but those are three of the top dudes. Um, and so that's not a slouch weight class, but there's not a whole lot of them. You go up to 97 kilos and you've got, yeah. he's got to run the gauntlet. Like not even th- make the team. Yeah. We're thinking about Sajalayoff and he, he's got to get through so many good dudes on the way. Um, yeah. And you know, he, he's going to end up having to beat Snyder at one point who is what a, what two or three time world champion, so Olympic champion, three time world and Olympic champion. Yeah. Yeah. And then once he gets to the world championships, obviously Sajalayoff, he's going to meet up with him in the finals if he gets there. But even before that, you got this guy, Mohammedian, that has mm-hmm. been yeah. destroying. He beat the bleep out of Snyder. Right. Yeah. And, and so. And Nickel. And Nickel. And, and, and Colin Moore looked great the other day. Um, and, you got Machiavello and Gadsden and Casper. I mean, there, there's just so many guys and that he's going to have to go through. And so I just, I respect the crap Sharifa. out of, yeah. yeah, I respect the crap out of just him choosing to make, to, to make that decision and, and prove to himself, right? He's not right. the guy that is like, oh, I want to have a bunch of clicks on Twitter. Like right. he's the guy that wants to prove to himself. And that is the only reason why he picked that. He wants to know, can I be the number one guy in the world? Can I beat Sajulayev? And, you know, he's choosing to go after it. And so I don't think that there's there's a, a dude in wrestling at all that I respect more, that I I would be more excited to see him win. So Yeah, I'm pumped for it. Yeah, I'm super excited. It's going to be great. Olympic trials are going to be awesome. NCAA I'm is going to so be excited. awesome. We, uh, we have a lot of good wrestling to go. Definitely. And uh, I think that about wraps up the show. That was the- yeah. Long one. We got an hour and forty five minutes. We lost two of them, uh, but we stayed stayed strong. Central time helped me out. I would I would be dead asleep if I was an hour ahead. So, uh, well, thanks so much, Jacob, for coming on. Uh, appreciate it. Looking forward to next time. And uh, yeah, I'll catch you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. If you made it all the way here, I applaud you. Absolutely. All right. See y'all next time.